You're listening to Star Trek, the Undiscovered Podcast. everybody and thank you for joining us welcome back i have missed you so much and uh i'm talking to the audience uh dan and ken dan holly is with us tonight what's up dan hi how's how are you this evening i'm doing great ken radner's with us this evening what's up ken hey great to be here how are you guys all doing tonight we're doing You're great good? and of course we're doing Excellent. good and tonight is a little manouge gouche if you will, till our next full episode with John Seymour's selection of the original series that he watched, as discussed in our last show. So for tonight, it is reactions to the Picard season three and very sadly last season premiere of Picard. Um, what What I can tell you is I know that in previous seasons, uh, the fan base had been divided on Picard, I have not heard as much division this time. So for the most part, I've seen very, very happy fans, particularly the TNG fans. Uh, but we'll see. Here's reactions from the three of us tonight. We got myself and Dan and, and Ken here tonight. Just a reminder, folks, this is a possible spoiler episode. So do not go any further if you have not yet watched Picard season three, episode one. Dan Hully, as this was your brainchild to do uh, this episode, this mini-sode, I should say, what were your general impressions on the season premiere of Picard? And uh, how do you feel, uh, where you feel the direction of the show is going? Uh, Dan, take it away. First and foremost, uh, the episode was too short. I wanted more, instantly wanted more. it, it, hooked, it hooked me from the, the very beginning with uh, Crusher being a stone-cold badass on the ship to, you know, the Picard and the painting. And it, it just, I mean, it, it absolutely, it was nostalgic, but it was still new. It was, you know, it was heart, you know, heartfelt at points. It was funny, especially with, you know, you know, nobody likes the fat one in reference to the uh, Enterprise D. Yeah, that um, hurt. Yeah, yeah, that I, I think all of us could, uh, you know, felt that a little personal like Riker did. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I, I loved it. It was, it, it, out of the three seasons of Picard, it is the one that has that absolutely, and I, I've liked all three seasons. Uh, well, two seasons and you know, one premiere, uh, but it, it absolutely, it hit all the right notes to me. Um, two things that really stood out. One, I love seeing Patrick Stewart and Jonathan Frakes together in the shuttlecraft. You could just feel how much fun they're having in the scene and not just acting the scene, how, you know, how comfortable they are and how much they enjoy each other's company while they're doing it. 
and my my one minor complaint is the uh, the pump action phaser. The first time we've ever seen a phaser that needs to be primed. Like, <laughs> if you notice that one shot, she actually primes it twice. Twice, yeah. So like yeah. The, when she when she kills a guy who's already on the ground. Yep. So just like she's like, yep. oh no no no, I'm ruthless now. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna make this one really hurt. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, okay. yeah, and, I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty um, much my uh, initial impression. <laughs> okay, did you have any thoughts on um, where you hope the season is going to go, or uh, any impressions on where you, any speculation, if you will, fan speculation on where they're going to take this season? I, I like the idea of it being one last grand adventure with that yeah. next generation crew as a whole. And I think that's where it's going to go. And that's where it needs to go. Um, I agree. I agree. Uh, uh, other, other than that, I I'm just, I'm just along for the ride here. You know, <laughs> although I, I did catch one odd fan theory that, that will is actually Thomas, not will. But, oh God! Yeah, well, well, hey, we'll see. They've. It seems that it seems that all three seasons they've uh, they've given us little twists. Who knows with what they're going to do? Uh, all right, Ken Radner. So, um, basically, there was a lot of stuff about this. I mean, just the idea that they brought it back, like all the next generation stuff is coming back. It's they basically did like a buddy cop road trip, you know, episode. That it's just, it's just, it's Riker and Picard. They're getting into trouble. We're going to go rescue our friend. And yeah, let's go have drinks at the bar. And, you know, and like, uh, there was so much in this that um, kind of harkened back to the original, I mean, to the Next Generation series. And particularly in the beginning, in the first few scenes, when they're going through Crusher's ship, um, the Elio. Um, the camera's panning across right before you see her, and they have a whole bunch of, you know, well, like Easter eggs, or I, I don't know what they call them, like mm-hmm. like memory drops, or it's something like that. I know there's another there's another callback. Call it now, kind of. yeah, yeah callback. And it was like I'm watching them go by, and so I was watching it with my wife at the time, and she's obviously not a big fan as I am, and it's going by, and I was like, do you know what that is? Do you know what that is? Do you know what that is? And I thought one of the biggest things that I got, like I watched other people, you know, like other YouTube guys doing reviews and stuff. And uh, they were going over, you know, that stuff that you saw in the beginning. And the one thing that they, that they missed was they're panning over. And there was like a plaque, like some kind of award she got for being as part of a medical away team. And it says, you know, medical away team. And you can't see the whole name, but I saw it enough because I paused it and I rewound it to look at it. So it's it Medical Away Team uh, Corcoroll I-5, right? So Corcoroll I-5 was mentioned in an episode where it was hard, some some ensign, um, this guy with like big, you know, like like lion hair and like some like, you know, weird gray looking alien guy. And the deal was was that some alien, um, you know, intelligence had grabbed them, put them all together in a room, all four of them, and set up a situation where they would be at extreme odds with themselves. So Picard was the leader, 
The ensign was the person who would always follow the leader's orders. The big, you know, whatever lion looking guy um, could only eat meat and couldn't survive without food for over three days. And then the gray guy was from a race of complete pacifists who keep getting conquered and conquered and conquered because they refuse to do anything. So the idea is at the end of the episode, the ensign, spoiler, the ensign gets shown to be one of these alien beings that's like observing them as part of the experiment. And the reason why, um, why Picard figures it out is she starts saying all these things that Picard is known for. Like, you know, doing this, doing this. And then Picard goes, yes, and Corcoral I-5. And she goes, of course, Corcoral I-5, curing the Firox plague. So the mission to Corcoral I-5 was a top-level Federation secret, and there's no way that an ensign would know about it at all. So that was where he like, okay, you're the guy, you're you're one of the aliens, and then they revealed themselves, and the whole experiment was ruined, and they had to return everybody back. And then they did this thing where uh, they came onto the bridge of the Enterprise and they sealed them in a force field, and they're freaking out because they're sealed in the force field, and they go, "We can't be contained. You know, any kind of containment is is completely painful to us." And then that's when the whole moral of the story comes out that containment against anyone's will is painful and just the idea that you didn't understand that means you're probably not as advanced as you think you are so it was just the idea that just that one pass through and i'm like i bet you nobody know like i saw it right away i was like is that coco i fought it so it was like it was it was, it was ridiculous and it was just, there was so much that they put into it like from you know, having, um, you know, she had like, she had Jack Crusher's stuff in the suitcase in there. Um, there was a glass of Romulan, uh, Romulan ale sitting on the table. Um, there was, um, the, the title, I mean, the open, the, the title of the episode. Yep. The next generation. Yep. I was just, you know, I had to, that was, I, that was, I started getting weepy. Um, that like, and even throwback stuff like the star base they go to is the same style of star base that they would use in the original movie that, um, you know, that, that they go onto a ship and you got captain Shaw, who is just like Jellico, except more of an asshole, you know? And, uh, I mean, just that, that just like, like he insults all of them. He has zero respect for anything that they do. Yeah. You know? And it's and it's the Titan and it was Riker's ship and you could tell that like I don't give a crap about who you guys are. This is my ship. If you're on my ship, you're gonna do what I'm gonna do. The fact he, he put them in bunk beds. <laughs> yeah, and on well, the fact that he won't even that that he makes Seven call herself Annika Hansen because you know, I think I think there's gonna be a thing with that later on because first mm-hmm. of all, he won't let her call herself by her preferred name which is a Borg name, but she comes to terms with it. And then he calls, uh, uh, he, he calls the guard while they're having dinner, a former Borg. Something happened with him. 
he had some people that were important to him died at either Wolf 359 mm-hmm. or some of his family got killed by the board. They're, if they don't do that, they should, that should be a thing. If they don't think do that, I think that's a missed opportunity. Yep. Because it gives it gives you the depth to, that he's not just being an asshole. He has his reasons for being this way. You know, so that's good. It gives the depth to the character. You know, just the idea that when they're, you know, talking to the showrunner, because he knew this was the last season, he was hoping that this would be kind of like like um, you know, almost like a Kind of think they said he wanted it to be like a generation, but for TNG, mm-hmm. you know, which I hope not because generations is okay, but you know, you know, there are definitely a lot better uh, Star Trek movies out there. I, I love see, it. I love generations. It's a it's a pretty movie. No, generations is great. It, 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 it definitely needed to be done, and I just think it's great how you can see the the guy who is you know running and directing the show is obviously a fan of the movies in the show because he put a little of the feeling of each sure. of the movies into it. Absolutely. You know, is it not, is it, it Alex Kurtzman who's the showrunner or is someone else the showrunner? They're still listed, but they're not technically really, I think they're technically not involved anymore. It was another guy. I, I forget his name. I was just watching an, an interview with him and he's basically like the new guy. They brought him in and you could see there's like, there's nice, parts yeah. like, yeah, there's parts of it where you could see it's the motion picture and then you can see there's like a Wrath of Khan element in it and then you know you could see there's a search for Spock part in it mm-hmm. you know it's like they, they kind of they're hitting all the beats so I'm very encouraged and just like Dan said I, I want to see more I was I, I left the episode um, I don't know if disappointed is really the right word but just because they made a whole big deal about how the entire TNG cast is going to be involved that, um, you know, I was expecting well, to see more of them, but I sure. think well, yeah. a, piece at a, time, a piece at a time. It's going to be a piece at a time. Yeah. And then Guinan with her shotgun. Oh no, no, that was, I'm sorry. I, w- I was watching all kinds of hard episodes. That was, that was, a di- <laughs> that was a different episode. I thought that was a great thing though, but, but yeah, but it was great. I mean, they, they really, I felt after the end of the first season, I like I was so excited for it, and then the first season I was kind of like I, I I felt uncomfortable with some of the choices that they made, and uh, I haven't been through all of the second season, but it looked a lot better because anytime you're gonna do mirror universe, you know I'm there for it, um, and this was like we're just gonna you know we're gonna bring the old team back together and we're gonna do what we did and you know let's get it done. And and it really it it, it it was it was definitely good. I, I would recommend it to anyone. Well, and and uh, I guess I'm next and and final. Um, uh, my body clock woke me up at three a.m. Eastern Standard Time to see the episode because that's when it drops uh, in the East Coast. Um, I was sitting right up close to the TV. Um, I was very excited. Um, what? the things that were going through my mind, I was like, of course we didn't see everything because it's, it's the setup for the season. Um, it left me wanting more, which I think was the point. Uh, Ken, I, I would have to, I, I think I plan on watching Picard from the beginning at some point, because I love your catch. Like in a split second, you catch all those Easter eggs 
in just one second. Um, I can say that I very much enjoyed it. I thought it was exciting. I was on the edge of my seat when nothing even has happened yet. Um, I, I love the setup. Um, there are some that said, oh, well, all this really is is fan service, but I don't believe it is because I think from the start, when they were um, creating this show, they knew they were going to go out this way. It does have a little bit of a of a Star Wars sequel thing with the three seasons of Picard so far. What I mean by that is it's not really set up like a trilogy, but but it, it is a trilogy, you know. Um, I, 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 I think some of the emptiness that we feel as fans is that we really have missed this crew and seeing them in action together. And whenever it, anything ends, you want more, you want more, you feel a little bit empty because you know that, you know, it, it's, it's over that it's going to be over. Um, I think in the case with this though, so far I have high hopes. I think they're doing it very well. I can say that with certainty that there hasn't been since the first season, the, the premiere of Picard, or Star Trek, new Star Treks in general, there hasn't been a premiere that has been, if, if you will, a kitchen sink drama where it was very uneventful while at the same time being very, very eventful. We all have to keep in mind that it's definitely one long movie. It's like it's 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 the, the, the next, the last possibly of the that will ever see them. And as my as my buddy calls it, it's a makeup for Star Trek Nemesis. This whole series was like an apology <laughs> for Star Trek Nemesis. While I, while I didn't like, while I didn't despise Star Trek Nemesis as many had, I do know it's like, oh, you could have done better. And this is it. This is that better so far. So in summation, I'm very hopeful about the season. It did not disappoint. They're, 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 th I think they did what they set out to do, which is, yeah, 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 more. Yeah, 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 more, more, more. Um, and so I really can't complain. Um, you know, maybe there would be some, I, I, I do believe that we all maybe thought we were going to see everybody, but it's like patience, um, because I think it's going to pay off very much in the end. I love this new captain character, even though he's a jerk. I love the character. I'm wondering whether or not he's going to be a problem some kind of an antagonist. I, I'm wondering. But yes, I do see the the Jellico, uh connection there. But yeah, yeah very much enjoyed it. Yeah, he's even more smug. Like he he's Jellico yes, he with with that like yeah. uh, that smug that you know. I can't even think of the no, word. You know what he's, he's, he's Jellico was kind of well. It was just matter of fact, and that's it. Yep. This guy's matter of fact, but he's not above. Exactly, sarcastic jab, but, but an asshole. Exactly, because Jellico, merely was by the book. He was just really, really by the like, book, and to, to a, a little right, and a little crazy about it. This guy, I don't know. We're gonna, we have yet to see. We'll, we'll see. But yeah, I really enjoyed it, and I'm looking forward uh, more to come. And with that, uh, everybody, uh, we're going to leave it at uh, plugs. Starting with uh, Ken Radner. Where can people find you? Okay, you can find me on Facebook, K-E-N-R-A-D-N-E-R. -E -E um, you can, you know, direct message me and say that you, uh, you know, 
listen to me on the podcast, and then, you know, we take it from there. First Officer Holly. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at bland underscore dull underscore don't on Facebook at Daniel Hulley, H-U-L-L-E-Y. And you can find the podcast on Twitter at S-T-T-U podcast. On Facebook, folks, you can find us in two places. This is the official podcast of the group, Star Trek Fans United. So find us on Facebook at Star Trek Fans United. Find us for this podcast, also in a, another group, Star Trek, the undiscovered podcast. Find us in two places. You can find me on Facebook. I will spell my name once. Greg with one G, G-R-E-G, last name Borob, B-O-R-O-B. Find me on Facebook there. Find me on, on YouTube at Greg Vorob. And uh, listen to uh, my other podcast, MSV Podcast Presents the Fake and the Whimsy. Um, and MSV Podcast. And uh, next time... As promised, will be John Seymour, our first in a series of a non-Trek fan watches Star Trek. We will hear what episode of the original series he selected and what he thought of it, and we'll all talk about it, and it'll be fun. Uh, thank you to DJ Nick for his technical work on this episode, and until next time, live long and prosper. Star Trek Fans United.